Rebecca and Michelle welcome you to Into the Blunder. If you can hear me all right, then I, I guess we're okay to, we can, we can go. Oh, I already hit record. You oh, that's awkward. It. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a night to be alive and what like- a night to be talking <laughs> to each other and to the masses that I, I feel like I haven't seen or heard from you in a long time. I don't know why that is. I mean, we talked seven days ago. We did. We talked for many hours because we have family Zoom nights. Yeah, we do. But not tonight. I guess it's still family Zoom night because we're friends or we're family. We're family. You. (laughs) (laughs) She's. Oh, no. Longtime sisters. Longtime sisters. Longtime familiar humans. Um, This is the Into the Blunder podcast where we're going to talk about mistakes of various kinds. Michelle got a lot of little mistakes. Oh, yeah. And I've got one not in that like they're little in terms of they're negligible, but they're short. And then I have a longer uh, mistake. I feel like we don't even need to explain. Does anyone need this to be explained? Also, I just want to say, I've already got my personal blunder figured out. It literally happened while Michelle was getting up to set her microphone up and I lost one of my favorite earrings. It just fell out of my ear and it's gone. It's the only pair of studs I wear and it's gone. So welcome to Into the Blunder. Yeah. Welcome. Hello. Hi. The energy Michelle, the energy we've gotta we gotta pump it up into the universe. Maybe it's just me. My energy my energy is high. I don't Michelle's know what you're got talking high about. Energy. Right? Okay. <laughs> I've gotta get into the zone. Whew, it's yeah. a Friday. Um okay, Michelle, so let's get started. Friday. Because we've been told that we talk too much at the beginning. <laughs> okay, shit. We I whoever says that, it's okay. You know, you can have your own opinion. It's also, our mom. Uh, oh. She can I have love her own opinions. <laughs> <laughs> She's been listening to us talk all our lives. I mean, I I get it, but um, <laughs> it's so the number it's one so fan unamusing to her now. <laughs> Mom, we love you. Okay, but um, so Michelle, do you want to take us away with a couple of little bite-sized bites? Short a couple blunders? bites. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh. So. Uh. I guess um, there's gonna be a lot of editing in this episode. I can already tell. I don't even know how to start this. Okay, so a couple right. quickies. English soldier Henry. No, that's wrong. Let me start Henry? over again. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't. I'll legit edit it out. I'll, I'll We're gonna edit all of this out. This is gonna be edited out. English soldier Henry Tandy came face to face with young Adolf Hitler on a French battlefield during World War One, but he decided to. Sp- the wounded soldier's life because Adolf, young Adolf, was hurt. And had Tandy shot Hitler that day, the world would have been saved from one of the most uh, reviled dictators. Act of kindness um, gone awry. Act of kindness. I didn't gone know. Awry. That's interesting. I didn't know Hitler fought in any wars. Yeah, I knew he was, he was a, an, soldier. a failed artist. And that's the only yeah. thing about him. Which I think that's what most people know him rage. as. Yes. Yeah. Because ultimately, he's just overall. Uh, failure of some he's just not great 
Okay. Which is not great. Yeah. Everyone hates Hitler. Every, we know that. It's the yeah. one, it's one of those things. It's like death, taxes, and everyone hates Hitler. Yeah. It unites us all. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Michelle. <laughs> End of Thank anecdote. You. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, another one. An unknown robber in 2005 wore light-up sneakers to rob a bank and then took off into the forest. However, since he was wearing light-up sneakers and every time his shoe hit the ground, um, his feet lit up. The police were able to find him because of his shoes very quickly. Um, I, I wish I had more information on this one. I have scoured the internet to try and figure out what happened in 2005 and i cannot find any articles get related away? to this case he no he did not get away okay. because they found him because his shoes were light up sneakers. so first mistake just wearing light up shoes if you're gonna plan on running away in the dark yeah that's dumb yeah um but like if anyone out there knows anything about this please i please. want to read more i want to know about this person please and what email us at into the blender at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. I don't think we plugged it last episode. Oh, no, we didn't. So we'll just have to plug it twice at, the, at this episode. Yes, we'll, pl- we'll plug it again at the end. Yeah. We'll okay. I love that because that kind of makes me think of like, okay, bear with me. If this man, <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think of like, if he was doing something good, like if he was um, stopping a bank robber while running with his light up shoes, uh-huh. he would be considered a modern day superhero, right? Because he'd right. be like the Flash. Um, but when your powers turn, when you use your powers for evil, then you just become an embarrassment. And yeah. Doomed to fail. So take that as a lesson, listeners. Yeah. Don't use don't, your powers for evil. Don't do crime. Yeah. But then again, if everyone's a hero and everyone takes that advice, then there's no reason to have heroes in the first okay, place. Michelle, uh, that is accurate. However, let it let it be someone else. Let it be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Are we going to get copyrighted for that small Paul McCartney interlude? Okay. Maybe. We don't know. So Michelle's Michelle's going to split up her her tiny oh, Rebecca, blunders. you don't need to explain it to them. Let's just move oh. on naturally. <laughs> so sorry. I explained too many things. They're so smart. <clears throat> yes. Okay. I guess I'll just like, I don't know. I feel like it's just natural to like share like one of my personal blunders right now. Um, just because this is kind of all over the place. Um, I Go ate, I ate a moldy muffin like <laughs> entirely. I ate the entire thing. I didn't know that it was moldy. I thought it just tasted a little strange. How did you find out that? So you ate the whole thing, not mm-hmm. knowing it was moldy. How did you find out that it was a moldy muffin? Uh, because then I looked at the other ones that were in the same container and they all had like lots of mold on them. Uh, isn't there, there is a disease you can get from that, from eating Fuck. moldy bread. It's like an ancient plague of some sort. That's I can't upsetting. remember what it's called. Is it sepsis? That's something else. No, um, I don't know. I listeners, this, if you know if you what know, affliction Michelle has given herself, maybe uh, please reach out. Botulism is it botulism? No, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm those just are the oldest no ones I know. I'm of. a negative person. I guess Michelle's <laughs> a negative person. <laughs> That's what happens joke. when you eat a moldy muffin. You just become a very negative person. Yes, it's yep. like when you give a mouse a cookie, but when you give Michelle a moldy muffin. Okay, wow. That, was that almost rhymes. Okay. No, it, it doesn't. Did. All right. Here it we was, go. Uh, yes. Rebecca, you have a thing. 
I do have a thing. So Yay. okay. So let's do the big. Let's do the. I don't want to call it the big blunder. Let's call it the. Let's do the long blunder. The, the long. The yes, the long blunder. Super long. Super long. Yes. <laughs> Not too long. Stay. Stay tuned than, for the end. More than the tiny ones. But. More than the tiny ones. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I got my sources from a 2018 New York Times article by Niraj Chokshi. Um, an Atlanta newspaper article by Fiza Pirani and the YouTuber D'Angelo Wallace um, has made a couple of internet, I call them internet YouTube videos surrounding this phenomenon that I'm going to talk about. So today, Michelle, I'm going to talk about something that I imagine quite a few people have probably heard about, uh, maybe not, depending on the generation of life that you're in maybe you haven't um but this is the ice but or no this is the tide pod the challenge ice bucket. <laughs> the tide pod challenge this is the tide pod challenge have you heard of this michelle i have i've never tried it but i'm here that's for wise it. that was wise of you to not try <laughs> um so this challenge if you're not familiar with um the nature of internet challenges some of the earliest ones are basically teenagers usually film themselves doing something arguably stupid posted on the internet. And then at the end of their videos, maybe we'll call out a friend of theirs on social media and challenge them to follow up with the same challenge. So um, some of the ones that I remember from the early days of this phenomena are more innocent than the Tide Pod challenge. Um, I'll reference the Ice Bucket challenge, which actually is, I think, the most innocent of the challenges. It actually was done to support ALS research and raised a lot of money for that. Um, there's the cinnamon challenge where you eat a spoonful of cinnamon dry and you're supposedly not supposed to drink water for like a whole minute. That's not actually really possible. The goal is that you eat it and then you choke because you just ate a spoonful of cinnamon. Right. Um, the condom challenge where you fill a condom what? with water have you not heard of this one? I've never heard of the condom. This one's challenge. actually potentially kind of dangerous. You fill a condom with water, and condoms are super stretchy and super strong. Right. So they get like bigger than your head. And then uh -huh. someone drops it over your face and it makes you look like um a blobfish, kind of. Uh-huh. <laughs> because the like condom like hangs down below your chin and it looks like you have this like super weird face. The danger of that is that if you can't break the condom, then you have like a like a plastic sealant covering your mouth and nose. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone's actually gotten hurt from that one. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. So, so when you, okay, I don't think I quite understand. So like well, the condom is filled with water. The condom is filled with water, like a water and balloon. You, but then you, do you seal it and then put it on your face? You tie it off. It, you tie it off. So it's basically <gasps> a water balloon and you drop it right on top oh, of someone's I see. head. And it like oh the condom gosh. envelops your whole face. That's fucking creepy and um yeah i feel like someone ha have you heard of anyone dying from that i <laughs> have not um but i did read a couple of articles while i was poking around of parents being like these teens are trying to kill themselves <laughs> in the most stupid ways possible yeah um, i haven't heard of anyone actually getting hurt from it um i didn't see any reports from that one but i mean i can see the danger one thing, one commonality that you will see, I'm going to mention a bunch of other internet challenges later. One commonality that you'll see is that they're all dangerous. And that's kind <laughs> of the, there's some element of danger. The ice bucket challenge is you dump a bucket of ice water for, over yourself. And that's probably the tamest, most innocent one 
and all of the others are like, you could potentially maybe die um, if you do it. And that's how you get views. We'll talk about it, Michelle. Don't chill the water too much, though, because if you dump just like a block of ice onto your head, then oh, you'll die. Then you would die. Yeah. You don't actually want a bucket of you don't actually want an ice bucket. You want a bucket with water and ice cubes that's chilled to cold levels. But anyway, we're, this isn't a how to on how to do these Internet challenges. I will. I should actually have prefaced this by you really shouldn't try any of these at home. Um, don't do it. And as we'll talk about, people can and probably have died from doing stuff like this. So don't don't do it. It's not worth it. We're going to talk about two groups of people. There's the smart teenagers who don't do this. And then there's the dumb teenagers who do do this. So don't don't be one of the dumb ones. Um, okay, so, so let's get into it, though. What is specifically the Tide Pod Challenge? Because I chose this one for a couple of reasons, which we can talk about at the end, okay. as opposed to some of the other even more dangerous ones. The Tide Pod Challenge involves taking a one of those little plastic Tide laundry detergent pods and biting into it and either spitting out or swallowing the colorful liquid inside the detergent. So the nature of this challenge is like all others. Teenagers record themselves, post it on the internet for views, social media followers, and then sometimes they call out their friends to do the same thing. It's like a test of bravery and it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of stupid. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, this is a bad idea. I don't even have to tell you what's in Tide Pods for you to know that that's a bad idea. Um, Tide Pods contain a admittedly proprietary concoction of concentrated chemicals and only about 20% water. And one of those chemicals is bleach. And Tide Pods are designed in such a way that the membrane of the pod is designed to dissolve once it meets moisture. So mm -hmm. the second you put it in your mouth, the packet explodes like a chemical version of a gusher fruit snack. So who started this? What was their intention? <laughs> Why is this a thing? For some internet challenges, it's very, in more recent ones, it's easy to trace back who the person was who posted the original video that started the challenge. This one I couldn't find goes back to about 2015 when this challenge started. I couldn't find the actual person who started this, but the trend of the Tide Pod Challenge lit fire. I wrote that. Why did I write lit it? Fire. Lit fire across social media platforms. <laughs> um, <It's> lit fire. <laughs> which at the time um, was Vine, YouTube, Facebook, uh, I think were the main ones. Instagram probably had you know, anywhere where you could get um, video in 2015 posted to the internet. A New York Times article from 2018 does point out that The Onion published an article in 2015, right before the Tide Pod Challenge started, in which the author took the perspective of a child analyzing a Tide Pod, which had just been like, mm -hmm. Tide Pods were invented in 2012. Um, so it was like still new and... <laughs> cool i guess i don't know is laundry detergent cool i, I don't know um but they were taking the perspective of a child looking at the tide pods and recognizing in the article that tide pods kind of look like a giant piece of candy and they the do author, yeah the author jokingly vowed to eat one um and this was right before the challenge started so some people speculate that this might have been 
where whoever started this challenge got their inspiration from. But at the same time, how many teenagers are reading The Onion or anything? <laughs> I, I mean, right. speculative at best. Um, even the then senator, Chuck Schumer, stated in 2012 during a press conference that he was tempted by the colorful Tide Bods saying, quote, I don't know why they make them look so delicious. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. They seriously look like a piece of candy. They really do. Uh, they compared them to, I think I said gushers earlier. That's what it made me think of, <laughs> where you bite into it and it gushes this colorful flavor you know, you, I mean, I've looked at them before and you touch them and they're squishy and like there is an appetizing nature to it. Mm -hmm. um, so like I said, this was, Tide Pods were invented in 2012. It wasn't at um, when Tide Pod Challenge started in 2015 that people started eating these. Um, children have been eating them since they were produced <gasps> in 2012. Oh. Um Tide was quick to, because they look like giant candy, Tide was quick to release a statement about the dangers of children mixing with the Tide Bods, um, and they admitted because they look like brightly colored candy, you know, keep out of reach of children. However, this warning was meant for children, like, under the age of six who don't understand yeah. the difference between candy and laundry detergent. Right. For context, um, in the first six years that Tide Pods were on the market, Poison control centers received about 73,000 calls of children having ingested laundry detergent because of Tide Pods. Again, though, all children under, mostly under children under the age of six, mistaking Shit. them for candy. And then when the Tide Pod challenge started between the age, between the years 2015 and 2017, poison control centers started getting calls, the same calls for older children and adults like not teenagers purposefully ingesting Tide Pods Why, because though? of this challenge. Okay, one interesting oh. fact, this comes from the Atlanta uh, article. <laughs> one interesting fact that that article also points out is that during that same time, the annual call rate for children under the age of six eating Tide Pods dropped by 18%. And I'm wondering if it's because they're, <laughs> I was like, is it because their parents and older siblings ate all the Tide Pods? So like there's none left for them. Is that a possibility? <laughs> yeah. So, so what were the consequences of this challenge? Like I said, you, you're basically eating bleach or even if you spit it out, you're putting bleach in your mouth and even a little bit can cause damage. So people can and have died from ingesting Tide Pods. Holy um, shit. I, I don't know if it's from the Tide Pod challenge or if it's, you know, like a children. It probably is. It. Yeah, but it's possible to die from this. And so other consequences, this is literally just my opinion and a feeling that I have and has no facts behind it. But I feel like another consequence of this Tide Pod challenge, one of the reasons I picked this one as opposed to others, is that I remember from my childhood, Things like I said, like the ice bucket challenge, the cinnamon challenge, like arguably like mm -hmm. not super like you're not the brightest bulbs in the uh, what do you call it? The bucket brightest bulbs in the closet. Bulbs don't really. Do the bulbs you're not the brightest bulb, but it's not going to bulbs in the batch. You're unlikely to die. And then I remember okay. when I was a little yeah. bit older, maybe graduating high school or when I was first in college hearing about the Tide Pod challenge and thinking, oh, my God god why but that That's was the so first stupid. like life like you could cause major harm to yourself this is obviously a bad idea type of internet challenge that i remember hearing about and 
I feel like it might have paved the way for people making videos like this or who start challenges like this mm-hmm. realizing that the more dangerous an internet challenge is the more likely they are to get views and followers right and a lot of people too like social media can be monetized now like if you have followers and you have a business like you can make money off of subscribers basically or view count um so- yeah there's literally even platforms that are designed to do that like well i mean youtube is one of them of course like only fans and yeah. like other kinds of like platforms like that mm-hmm. like they're designed for you right. to be a general be customer that can just go on and influence and make money right yeah and so the mm-hmm. other reason i picked the tide pod challenge as opposed to the other ones that come after it is i legitimately think the tide pod challenge when it got started i do think it was a mistake i like i don't mm-hmm. think that whoever published the onion article or whoever like got the gears turning to make this challenge start I don't think that they ever intended it to become an internet phenomenon where like children were eating it in posting videos of them eating Tide detergent on the internet. Um, right. The other ones later, though, I think were very specifically designed to be life threatening and be as stupid as possible in order to and as ridiculous as possible in order to get views. So, like I said, I think this might have been like the the rollout for other more dangerous challenges. I'm going to list some of them. All of these I took from uh, D'Angelo Wallace's YouTube videos about this. So if you're interested in learning more, go check him out. The first one is called the Bright Eye Challenge. So this challenge is supposedly a way to make your eyes brighter or make them blue. And supposedly you're supposed to be able to do this by taking a homemade concoction, which includes bleach, and rubbing Uh, it underneath your eyes. And then taking a picture of your eyes and it's supposed to make your eyes look blue. This one was, I think it was this one. This one was created. um, This is one of the ones you can track back to who originally created it by an adult man who did this post. And he did admittedly later, I think, post a follow up video showing what happened to his eye like the next (gasps) day. And it's like he looks like he has like a it's like a chemical burn. I mean, it's bleach. Ah. You put bleach in your eye. Yeah. So, I mean, it made his eye brighter. Technically, his eye was like white because it like bleached his. It was not. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did he like survive, recover? Or I mean, I was okay. He, I mean, he was okay. I mean, I don't know. I didn't follow up to see what happened to him, but it looks like it caught. I wouldn't be surprised if it caused permanent damage. If anyone knows what happened to this guy. Yeah. Tell us. I mean, I'm Email sure us. it's, I hope, I mean, it might be out there. He's a TikTok person. I'm sure he's probably, this wasn't the last video he made. Right. But yeah, that was a dumb one. Um, another one uh, is called the plan B challenge. Um, so this oh, is no. a challenge where you go buy a whole bunch of pregnancy tests from the drugstore. And if you crack open the pregnancy tests, there's like a little tablet inside and I think it's like actually like holds the chemicals that do a reaction Mm -hmm. to give you like a positive negative, you know, result on a pregnancy test. But someone made a video. This one actually might have been an accident because they might have made it as a joke. Um, Someone made a video of opening the pregnancy test, pulling out this little pill looking thing and saying every pregnancy test comes with a plan B pill and they ate it. And so no. the challenge is people buying these and cracking them open, being like, oh, my God, there's a plan B pill in the pregnancy test. And that's uh, just inaccurate. 
uh, don't don't if you need a plan B pill, don't buy a pregnancy test and eat the pill inside. That's not going to do anything for you, except maybe cause health effects. I don't know what's in that capsule. Another one is the nutmeg challenge. Apparently, this is similar to the cinnamon challenge, except the goal is not to like make yourself choke and like laugh on the internet. Apparently, nutmeg has mild hallucinogenic effects. So if you eat enough of it, you can basically get high. The problem is that nutmeg is also toxic when consumed in excess. (laughs) So there's videos of people taking like whole jars of like those little nutmeg jars of nutmeg and like dumping them into water and mixing them up and like drinking them with a straw and being like, I'm going to get so high. And then it can it can cause comas like you can put you into a coma. It's that it's toxic. It could could kill you. (laughs) Okay, you guys don't eat too much nutmeg. Don't eat too. I mean, I think you have to eat like a whole jar of it. Like if you're using it in pies and stuff, that's not going to do anything. You won't get high. Also, too, there's so many ways to get high that marijuana is legal in a lot of states is all I'm saying. You know what? You know what a great way to get high is, Michelle? What? Our friendship. Oh, But the point is, like, it's not worth, even if it does give you, like, some really cool hallucinations, don't risk your life. It's not worth it. Also, I feel like eating just a bunch of nutmeg is not going to taste great. So, um, okay, the last one that I'll mention is the one that I think is the most stupid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's called the Skull Breaker Challenge. No, wait, I don't even want to. What the Why is it called that? What do you imagine? (laughs) I imagine. Okay, this is what I imagine. I still am so stuck on the ice bucket challenge and how it's like people can misinterpret it to mean it's literally a block of ice in a bucket and then you (laughs) dump it on your head and then you die because it cracks your skull open. I'm so stuck on that. I don't so know this why. Is like the, so you're picturing like the evolved version of the ice bucket challenge? Where it's yeah, like that's what I'm picturing. Some, I'm picturing that. Some small group. The misinterpreted like, version. What if it was just an challenge. ice cube? Okay. Interesting theory. Um, well, the end results are probably pretty similar, although you did not, you didn't get it correct. Um, so this challenge involves three people, two people who are in, in the joke and one person who gets their skull broken. Two people trick the third they two people stand on either side of the third person and they like get the third person to jump in the air they like trick them into doing it and while the person is in the air each person on either side of them kicks their legs out from underneath them so that they fall backwards flat onto their back and like hit the back of their head on the ground what the fuck so there's so this is on tiktok i think is again i I i'm referencing d'angelo wallace so it might be on other platforms as well Mm -hmm. this is just what i saw in his video but like people have passed like hit their head so hard that they pass out from it Mm, Um, fuck two people who did this challenge were actually charged with aggravated assault by the person that they did this on because like the the person in the middle doesn't know like no one's gonna volunteer for that you know like you're tricking your friend into getting their skull smashed yeah you could cause like spinal injuries and brain damage i mean it's not it's it's bad this is kind of coming to the conclusion of the tide pod challenge there isn't much to say about it i don't think tide pod challenges are popular anymore luckily um but let's talk about the lessons learned where we might place blame for this one so because i'm reluctant to blame 
teenagers 100% for this because like teenagers are I mean we've been there Michelle we're not that far away from being teenagers do you remember how stupid you were as a teenager like yes I was really dumb I was very dumb too I mean I I wouldn't have done this because I don't part first didn't care for social media and two don't like doing anything that's hard and all of this seemed hard but like I, I mean, I can picture like I, I'm reluctant to say like teenagers are 100 percent to blame for doing these stupid things because that's like what teenagers do. One thing I found interesting looking into this, though, was I was trying to figure out because all of this is possible through the reason this spreads like wildfire is through social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to look up if there were rules in place on different social media platforms that have rules against posting videos of like you hurting yourself you hurting another person or like encouraging others to hurt themselves I mean like there's freedom of speech and everything but it's different when you're causing harm to someone I think Mm -hmm. I was trying to like look to see if that was something that you know if social media platforms took down videos like this it wouldn't be able to spread the way that it did. And my limited research, my very limited research is that the rules guiding like what you can and can't post on social media are different depending on the platform. Mm -hmm. And in some circumstances, these videos are taken down probably like if someone complains about them, but not always. I mean, like I, I'm pretty sure there's still like Tide Pod challenge videos on YouTube if you go find them. It also could possibly be, you could seek to blame Tide. (laughs) if you really wanted to for creating these like delicious looking Tide Pot, like these little detergent bundles. I did see a thing where like after a few years, I think Tide did try to like redo their design to essentially make them look less edible. But I mean, you've seen Tide Pods. They still look edible. Um, So whatever they did, I don't think it totally worked. Uh, But also, okay, here's my thing. You could blame Tide, but what are they supposed to do? Like if you wanted to blame Tide, like they say on the package, do not eat. And one fun fact about Tide. So after it became apparent, children were like chowing down on these things. And as the Tide Pod Challenge was going around in 2015, Tide hired Rob Gronkowski um, or Gronk. He was a football player for the New England Patriots in 2015 and tide hired him to make a video discouraging kids from participating in the tide pod challenge you can still go watch it it's just him basically like shaking his finger and saying no 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 every time tide asks him a question like should you eat tide pods (laughs) (laughs) should you put tide pods in your mouth no 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 Um, no so that's a fun anecdote from from gronk um i had to look up I'm not a football person, but New England Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to say, so at the same time, placing blame on like social media platforms and Tide is hard because I don't think it's going to stop kids from doing dumb things like this. Like we talked about teenagers are stupid. For example, anecdote from Rebecca's past. Um, I remember being in middle school and hearing about two boys in our school who got in big trouble because they were doing this thing where you strangle each other and the idea is that you cut off your airflow 
for long enough that you almost pass out. And then when you let go, the blood like rushing back to your head gives you a high and it's supposed to feel really good. And these two boys got in trouble because they were caught doing this to each other, like not one at a time, like they were both strangling each other at the same time at the top of a stairwell. And so they both passed out and fell down the stairs. <laughs> um, and guess what? That exact thing is now an internet challenge on TikTok <laughs> where you choke yourself until you pass out. What the fuck? So my my point is, I guess, that I don't know who's to blame for this <laughs> blunder because it seems that regardless of whether or not we have the internet, regardless of whether or not Tide Pods, you know, companies do everything they can to make packaging safe, kids are still going to do dumb dumb things um it's just that the internet spreads it quicker so my i guess the lesson learned is um don't believe everything you see on the internet and just because you see your friends doing it doesn't mean it's a good idea and that's the tide pod challenge great job that was a really good one (laughs) thanks i was super excited for it and then i was like i feel like there's no like new information that i didn't know about this already But it's kind of interesting to think about because I haven't thought about that in a while. I love this one because it kind of goes both ways. It's like the mistake is Tide. Like personally, I think the mistake is on the side of Tide. They probably just didn't do enough. Like, I don't know. There's like customer testing that goes on with like consumer products, right? Like they must have like had someone somewhere say this looks like a piece of candy put the warning label on it now instead of after you know 73,000 cases of kids eating them happens you know like but so so I kind of think that they might have there must have been evidence somewhere from someone it's like you can't make the wrapper like opaque so it's like yeah black or something like why does it have to be colorful gelatinous like a candy Yeah. yeah I also do think for for the internet our social media platforms. Um, another thing I kind of came across in my research is like, why don't they take these videos down? Why do like, why does Facebook and TikTok and, you know, all these other places allow people to post videos like this? Mm-hmm. And one theory is that when a, when an influencer benefits and gets more views and gets like monetized for something, technically that platform is also benefiting. So in order to like, if they were to take down a video for these, I'm not saying this is why they're doing it, but it's mm-hmm. a theory, is that if you take down one of these videos, you know, watching someone put bleach in their eye is horrific. And it's gonna, but it's gonna get a lot of views. And so if you take that video down, you're losing views on your platform. And so like you're not only losing money for the person who posted the video, mm-hmm. you're also losing money for the company. And you know, companies like like money. They it's do. like peanut butter and jelly. It, mm-hmm. What are they without the other? So right. But yeah, so that yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. So Michelle, do you wanna do you wanna pick back up with some of your your oh mini shit blunders? yeah um so you threw it on the ground with that lovely I did, story and I I'll slapped I'll, it down I slapped it down I'll pick it back up I'll pick it back up and take it on to the next I feel like we sound so hip when we say things like that <laughs> <laughs> you think this sounds hip <laughs> I remember the 
first time my friend Alex she listens to this podcast sometimes the first time she said I'm picking up what you're putting down I didn't know that was like a common phrase I thought she had just invented it and I was like that is I didn't say it at the time but I in my mind I was like she's like a lyrical genius like that is such a good phrase that's so cool and now I know that it's you know a common so that's a mistake of your own, Rebecca. That was a mistake of mine. An un an unintentional personal blunder shared. Yes. Okay. I'll just pick <laughs> you, it back up then. Michelle. I'll I pick up what you're putting down. Pick it up. Um as it was uh very difficult for the Russian Empire to maintain its territory in Alaska, yeah. they sold it to America for seven point two million dollars. Okay. We all know that this happened, whatever. Okay. I didn't. Oh. I didn't know that was the well, amount they, well, of money. R- Russia originally owned the Alaskan territory and then they sold okay. it to America. For $7.2 million. Oh, I mean, the number isn't relevant, but you know, oh. you know. Okay, yes. Um, after uh, about 20 years later, though, a huge oil and natural gas reserve was discovered underneath Alaskan soil. And Alaska is now worth billions upon billions of dollars, more than the price at which it was purchased by the Americans. So, wow. Yeah. America knows how to go to that bargain bin shopping and just make the most of it. Find the they hidden do. gems. Those that hidden is gems. That's right? interesting because I do. Um, I actually learned a little bit about that in my like in getting my ecological engineering degree. Right. Um, there was like a I can't remember what class it was, but they were talking about how should we be hydraulic hydrofracking for oil in mm-hmm. Alaska because Technically, they think the next largest oil reserve in Alaska that they haven't touched yet is right under a Arctic wildlife preservation. And oh. so should should we go there? Should we no, instead we invest in, you know, clean energy? Clearly, I'm an ecological engineer, so you can probably guess my opinion. But it, it took me back. <laughs> it took me back to my scholarly days. That's great, Rebecca. I'm sorry, I burped. Oh, it's okay. I did the same. Uh, we're gonna edit. We're gonna edit all of this out. <laughs> it's funny um, because you don't know which parts I'll edit out, but I know which parts I I'll know actually which parts, edit out. I see. I wish I knew. There's some I'm parts that I'm like, maybe I'll leave that in there just for flavor, for color, flavor. Just a little, just a little spice, just a little, little spice. spice on it. Yeah. A Starbucks cup was spotted in a Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the infamous last season of the HBO runaway hit. Uh, so a Starbucks cup was spotted in a scene during the fourth episode of the last season of Game of Thrones. Um, the episode, if you want to go watch it and try to spot the cup, uh, is titled The Last of the Starks. And the viewers immediately named this misplaced cup Danny's Starbucks because if you look at it, it's like sitting right in front of her on like a table. You can basically, like I looked at the pictures, you can basically only see just like the top of the cup and the lid, but it's like the distinct like Starbucks. Starbucks, Like you can tell it's a cup of Starbucks coffee and it's sitting on the table right in front of where uh, Danny's like sitting. (laughs) So it's like, wow, it's. Pay more attention on your sets. There's also a plethora of like other Game of Thrones, like last season Game of Thrones fuck ups. Like there was a scene apparently where there was a there was a plastic water bottle on the ground underneath like a chair. (laughs) Clean up your Uh, set, um, people. And there was also a a laptop charger that was located underneath one of the corpses. They could just Um, say like it's a snake. It's just it's a snake. snake. (laughs) It's a snake. 
<laughs> they could say that, but mm-hmm. that's um something that happened. So wow. wow. Go look it up. Do more that's research, please. Fun. That's one of the things that I'm kind of like, I would love for listeners to write in and say things about like fuck ups that have happened in like TV. Mm-hmm. To me, that sounds so fun because that's it an area fun. where like no one got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was just a casual fun mistake. Someone left like a bloopers. couple of Doritos on the floor or something, yeah. you know, wow. the yeah. blooper reel of life, the product integration product that's unintentional. Integration. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> then <laughs> my last one that I actually like just learned like literally like 15 minutes ago before we started this podcast, like the building a dome home in the 21st century <laughs> what? is a mistake. Pardon yeah. Michelle, please explain. <laughs> what is a dome home? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so apparently if you, if you are a, like a, new homeowner and you're looking for a dome home like Rebecca I don't even know what you let me share my screen with you really fast okay but the listeners don't know (laughs) Michelle's sharing her screen Michelle will share her screen and I will describe what I see (laughs) to me to me what this is is like me just talking to you Rebecca and that's that's oh okay we're pretending that we're okay Um, share your screen with me uh, I can't because we oh. disabled it, but it doesn't right. matter because basically dome homes are just a home that is a dome. I feel like it's pretty <laughs> like visually explanatory in the name. Is um, it just, I feel like yeah. I don't, is it like one of those, oct- sorry, I'm so sorry. It's like one of those like octagonal homes, except it's just a sphere, like half a sphere. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, they're Why? made of like the way that they build them now is like you they they make like a skeleton and then they spray like polyurethane foam like over it and then they like push this weird cement stuff up over the gaps it's really bizarre please look it up but basically they don't last very long they're extremely like not very structurally sound and they fall apart very easily and some other cons about living in a dome home like uh you know like you could like it's really echoey in there oh right? yeah like your Does it privacy have walls and rooms so yeah they they it's kind of just one big room oh and uh I don't like that. I guess you can construct like makeshift walls or like put like scaffolding in there for floors or something. Yeah. But it's like it's probably difficult to not end up with a lot of like unused space, you know? Yeah. Um See, also yeah. Uh, oh uh yeah, go go for it. Um Oh sorry. I was going to say like I can see the appeal of like being a young person. I technically still am a young person, but like of being like in that free part of your life where like it's cheap, it's free. I'm gonna live in a circle and like <laughs> have a no circle walls. work as a sphere. <laughs> <It's> a sphere. <laughs> I'm gonna live in a sphere and like I'm not gonna have any walls and it's just gonna be pillows all over the floor and I'm just gonna live in this big white ball. Okay, think about that and think about like you're probably imagining you living there with like all of your like your three closest friends and it being amazing and you like living off of foraging for mushrooms in the forest or I don't know what people in dome homes do but picture (laughs) that like picture instead of your three closest friends and you picture living there with your parents because at some point you know you're gonna get to a point with your three closest friends where you're living with no walls in a pillow egg 
and you're going to end up hating each other. So just reconsider it for a second. Walls are great. Um, Straight up and down walls are also great. Wait, what did I just say? Lines, lines, 90 degree angles, right angles are fun. Would you be able to hang any like pictures on the wall? I don't think you would because it's curved. It's curved. Are there windows? <laughs> like I'm picturing like what about the bathroom? Like because yeah. the toilet's always against the wall. So like are you just pressed up against the wall with the toilet? Like the wall's like pushing you to lean over and like a squat on the toilet? Yeah, what the fuck? That's weird. Okay. Um also like don't I feel like these homes probably have like a tendency to just like kind of sit on the market for a really long time. Because like, because like it takes like a special kind of person to come along and want to be like so insulting, like like fired up about trying a new way of life, you know, like (laughs) I feel like it would be hard to sell your house. Very special. Yeah. If you purchased a dome home that's like currently constructed. Yeah. You know, but anyway, yeah, don't don't get a dome home in the 21st century unless like you really want one then do it i think if you're a millionaire positive podcast it's a mistake positive podcast and you can make those kinds of mistakes in your life if you have the money to make that kind of a mistake that's right i think if you're like living on the edge cash wise maybe like just save up for like something more stable yeah (laughs) i know it sounds like a good idea also like i feel like i don't know maybe like it would be hard to like get that kind of house repaired. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a dome. Like, do you have to hire a special contractor who understands how to fix, how to fix domes? Is there a special, like just dome specific carpenter or something? Like what about the plumbing? Like all pipes are straight. So how are you going to get plumbing through your spherical (laughs) dome? (laughs) You're not going to have running water. (laughs) (laughs) I just could see so many problems. I think it's a cool idea. I don't think you should live in it. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Get a tent. There's like spherical looking tents. Yeah, you can live in a tent. Basically that is experience. that is a real thing that you can do. Yeah. Or like uh, just put it in your backyard or go camping in it every now and then. Fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you have any more, Michelle? Um yeah, okay. that was it. Do, do you, you I do you have wanna, uh, Do you want to share a personal blunder? Did I steal yes. the words you right out of your mouth? <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying to decide so. yeah, what my I think pers- you did. Oh, sorry. I mean, I already talked about my earring. This is the hardest part of my week. That's not true. Figuring out my, my personal. Uh, um, I think my personal- What mistake did I make? I'm so perfect. I never make I never mistakes. Make mistakes. This is so hard to think about. Oh, God, no. Well, okay, my personal <laughs> blunder is probably like so work this week I just like didn't schedule I I basically I mean I scheduled my time fine like I was able to do everything I needed to do but I'm working from home right now and every now and then there's like something that I have to go on to the site for and I cover multiple sites so like I could have to drive like anywhere in the Puget Sound area to support it and this week there was like three to four things I needed to do each one at a different site and I just put them all off until today and so basically all I did today was like I don't even think I was on my computer like online for two hours I was literally just running around uh, and it's, sometimes that's fun for like a while mm-hmm. like it's a nice way to get away from your desk but like 
some of them, I don't know, like one of the things I had to do, like I had ordered these signs that needed to get put up for like compliance reasons. And it said, um, and I got like a message saying like, you can come pick them up today. And I was like, great. But the site that hands them out, you have to park like a half a mile away from the building basically to like get there, which is like fine. Um, I can walk, but then I got there and the signs were, I like did not think it through the signs are all made of metal because they go outside and I ordered like 20 of them oh the guy handed them to me and I mean like it wasn't impossible to carry but it was like a solid 15 to 20 pounds of awkward weight that I then had Uh to like carry for a half mile back to my car in like my work clothes and I got all sweaty and it was like the morning I was like I have so much work stuff left to do today and now I smell so I just didn't I just didn't think my week through very well um and I'm Mm -hmm. tired now maybe you can tell but but I but I always love talking about um my mistakes and like I think I said in an earlier episode sometimes it makes it sweeter when you make a mistake and you're like well at least I can talk about this on the podcast now (laughs) yes oh my Um, gosh Rebecca it's okay it's okay yeah Ugh. You got oh. your morning morning exercise. I, I did. My arms are tired. <laughs> I would like pass. Pe- I would because pa- you're also wearing a mask. You have to wear a mask to work. So I was like passing people and I was like doing the awkward smile where I'm like, hey, but no one could see my awkward smile. So I was just like making eye contact with people and like breathing really heavily as oh. I carried these signs. That's even worse. Yeah, but it was fine. It was good. <laughs> you got, got it. It, got, it all it. got done. Yeah. You accomplished your task. Yeah. Do you have a, I, Michelle, do you have another personal blunder you want to share? Uh, or, I or do. Um, for it. This is like the epitome of the opposite of work related. I, I did Edward 40 hands <laughs> this last weekend. <laughs> Michelle literally at our family Zoom was like, I have to go because I have to go do Edward 40 hands. <laughs> and after explaining it to our mom, I think she said like, be safe or something or don't (laughs) die. I don't want to interrupt with your story. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't die. Um, but for those of you that don't know, Edward 40 hands is a drinking game where you tape two 40 ounce bottles of beer. We used beer. Um, you duct tape those to your hands and you can't unduct tape them until you've finished both of them. So that's 80 ounces of beer that you have to consume that's like okay wait i like didn't even do the math that's like eight cans of beer right cans no rebecca because cans are like 12 ounces oh i guess so yeah it's like (laughs) you're gonna say it's like it was like 50 cans of beer no 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 no. (laughs) it was like it was like eight yeah it was like i mean that's a lot a lot yeah yeah i definitely like that is the worst like like hangover I guess like hangover I don't know I don't I don't feel like I've had a hangover I just kind of felt like a little like gross the next morning mm-hmm. um but yeah that was definitely like the most drunk I've ever been ever <laughs> in my whole life wow and I don't ever want to do that again I can't look at a corona dark beer ever again without mm-hmm. feeling nauseous so that's a gross uh I'm sorry yeah, I, I'm not a beer person, so like the idea of even drinking like two cans in a row, I'm like, <laughs> and the the person that like taped us all, it was me and it was me and four other people that did it, and mm-hmm. the uh, person that taped us all, 
he's a civil engineering student so he oh, like great. he taped he a job. real he did real good job he did of structurally sound yeah it was very structurally sound duct taping yeah. job I do have um, to know, did you have to call in a fifth person in order? Because I remember thinking, like, if you, all of your roommates are doing it, who's going <laughs> to tape the last person? I did know. you have to so, call in yeah. someone to help? So my housemate, Louise, he taped everyone. And oh. then we had to call in a proxy to tape him. <laughs> <It's a tape>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then that's they, such a good friend. Yeah, it was a good friend. They still they hung out and uh, made sure we were okay too. So nice, good time. See, Michelle, you made a mistake, but you did it smart. Or I wouldn't See, say, but you did I'm a, a smart teenager. I'm one of the smart, smart teenagers. teenagers. Yeah, you took precautions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in between. I'm not one of the smart teenagers that doesn't do the challenge, mm -hmm. right. but I'm one of the smart teenagers that does the challenge but doesn't write. Yeah. Maybe you're one of those smart teenagers with the Tide Pods who'd be like, let's analyze the Tide Pod to see if it's edible before I eat yeah. it. And then yeah. you would discover that it's not and then you wouldn't. Or I'd calculate exactly how much it would take to kill me and <laughs> just like eat a factor right of safety that? of like 0. 0.5 to yeah, like that decrease good. the level of yeah. chemical that I'd be like, you know, eating. So I can still do right. the challenge, but I won't die. Yeah. You just feel like or whatever. just like vomit a lot yeah yeah, yeah. go to the hospital a little bit mm -hmm. wow what have we learned this week michelle i feel like we've we always learn things this oh, was great you. this has I, been good this was good stuff this is what i need this is fun this the more i, I feel like the more we say this is fun the, the less, less fun. fun it sounds yeah <laughs> and this is fun this is so much fun yeah. i love it but we do. We really we, do. We kind of do. We do. W Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I always get excited. Um, but yeah, so thank you all once again yeah, for joining us. Everyone. Our second plug of our email address. Email us at into the blunder at gmail.com. Yeah, do you've that. got personal blunders, um, other blunders that you think maybe we should look into if you want to hear it told from one of our voices. Or just literally or just any information related any to any of the things we ever talk about. Or just anything. Just we anything. We love information. We want it. We analyze it. And we talk about it. We eat it. Like a... Like a, like a cow eats... Uh, okay. I think we've anyway, lost perspective That's here. enough. All right. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's, uh, let's wrap up. Let's um, wrap it up. I love you, Michelle. Goodbye. I love you, Rebecca. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye everyone. Let's, goodbye. Let's goodbye.